Listen, I had a friend tell me once to take a moment, take a shotgun. Not where I thought you were going with that. Yeah, I thought Steven Universe for sure. You gotta go Sidewinder sometimes. That's not... (laughs) I play sports. That's a sports thing? Sidewinder is definitely would, a would sports you know term. if it was a sports term or not, Joe? No, I mean no. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it from Halo. Okay. Glad we got the same. I don't know what a sidewinder is. I don't know what a Halo is. What's it what is it in sports? It's a Hey Siri. <laughs> hey Siri? Siri! Oh, this is a good bit. I'm glad we're back here. Siri help! Welcome to Overwitch. It's a gaming podcast where your three best friends catch you up on Overwatch and then talk about some other video game. I'm Joe, I'm Terrence, and I'm Ray, and we're talking about that money a dose payday too. But first, Maximilian Pegasus is now announced for Overwatch, so look out for him in the Millennium Eye uh, in the next <laughs> release. Anyway, this has been Overwitch. Oh, you, on the really you were doing such a good job. You were really. doing so good. You I was so drove here for the it. car into the water as, yeah. you, <laughs> as you like to do sometimes. <laughs> Thank Listen, you so I, much. I Thank you crash. so much for doing my job that I can't do. <laughs> um, as Ray was talking about, we do talk about Overwatch first. And this week, uh, we wanted to let you know that the Archives event has been announced and it's called Storm Rising this year. It's in more Overwatch lore dropped in the form of a limited time co-op mission against the, the PVE um, <laughs> action. And uh has to do with, what is this, in Cuba? And maybe you fight Maximilian. Maybe he's a there's new a, character. There's a storm happening, maybe. There's a storm, maybe. Storm! A hurricane? I think there's a hurricane it looked coming. Pretty, it looked pretty sunny in the in the, in the the bit that they gave us. But as, as Overwatch likes to do, you know, give us a bit of lore that we have to, you know, use all of our detective skills to place mm-hmm. where it happens. And it doesn't really answer many questions. It kind of just gives us new information that kind of just yeah. adds on top of all uh, this happens after King's Row. We yes, know that because Tracer isn't that the lead of this mission. I think the team was going to be Tracer, Winston, Genji, and, and, Mercy. and Mercy. Mercy. Right, which interesting. It's such a good team. Look yeah. at that. Looking forward to dive, dive con baby, dive boys, dive everybody. Um, and yeah, it's it's going to be the the archives event this year, and looking forward to that. And there was also teasers about Maximilian possibly entering the game as a new hero. I certainly hope so. I've been looking forward to that for a while. He is an Omnic member of Ta- Talon, an and it would be Omnic. really great. We don't get oh much of that. man, a little bit of foreshadowing to our challenge talk, but it would be really great if Maximilian was Talon member and he was a support or a tank <laughs> and not a DPS. Probably definitely not a tank, right? What if he's a tank support hybrid? There's, okay. Like, 
you can say that, but he's going to be tank healer or damage. They're not going to make a multi-class role like they did with Varian and Heroes of the no, Storm. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, similar to Baptiste, where he, he has both, and Brigido, who has the shield. Yeah. Like, but leaning more towards tank. As long as it's not another damage hero on Talon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I have a theory. Okay. About how Storm Rising is going to go. Okay. Uh, okay. They're after Maximilian. We get a new map in Cuba. Yeah, uh, Atlanta. Yeah, and then about halfway through the map, the hurricane hits, and like the environment gets affected, and things mm-hmm. happen in the map. Mm-hmm. And I'm I think there's going to be monsters, swamp monsters. Okay, you're just talking about Left 4 Dead now, which, you know. That's not. Not at all. Not at all. Okay. Are you don't okay. fucking slander me like that? That was Side rude. Mind, real All right, quick. I know you know. I'm sorry. This is this is where the yes and stops because you are just si- you are just slandering quick, me right now. Real quick, sidewind. You're really gonna let my intro be the intro to this episode? Yeah, where hell I yeah. Yell I don't out see why not. It was really good. It was, it was. I, I tried it like four times and fucked it up every time. So it's all yours, babe. Yeah, that's okay. the only reason why we didn't interrupt you. It was going. It was okay. going swimming. It was going <laughs> all really right. Good. I I just I just feel very uncomfortable, but we got it. Yeah. Well, too bad. You're. Okay. You know, I'm not doing it again. So guess what? <laughs> got it in one. <laughs> Terrence. Anyway, Terrence. I want to know what you think of Storm Rising. I think Storm Rising is going to be really interesting because a we get to see uh, we get to get highlight of an evil omnic, which I know that uh, I feel like they've strategically tried to stay away from releasing a character as an evil omnic just because there's clearly a lot of racism in the universe and they you know obviously don't want to dip too far into that. But mm-hmm. I think um, story wise, Talon and Overwatch has a good mix. Both sides have a good mix of characters who are mm-hmm. pretty indifferent about the race of Omnix, so that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. But um, I'm really excited to see Tracer lead a group, because obviously they have a lot of faith in, in whoever was sending the transmission to Soldier 76. So uh, we so got Jerm. a bit of a transmission to Soldier 76 introducing this team, uh, kind of asking Soldier 76 to give this team a chance. Mm-hmm. And because this is after the events of probably the black watch right like this is right we don't know it's it's unclear probably wait yeah because black watch happened before king's row no that doesn't after no black watch happened uh retribution happened one year after uprising this happens after uprising it's unclear how how long after but it can't be it if it's if I think it's probably between Uprising and Retribution, would be my guess. I guess yeah. when we see their costumes, maybe because Genji's on the squad, so that's kind of the thing where it's like, is Genji, you know, quiet, crappy Genji, or is he, like, talkative, I'm the man, we're all what friends. Mean, crappy Genji? I love sweet Genji. No, you know Genji when he was in Talon? Like, oh, yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Not, ta- not in Talon, but in, in Blackwatch. Mm-hmm. That probably wasn't good, Genji. I mean, more it makes no. short tempered Genji. Quiet. Yeah, he was short. Yeah, short tempered, like definitely ang- angry Genji. Mm-hmm. And uh, I-, I would think it would just be interesting to see like where they are with soldiers' patience, because that seemed to be a factor in in the yeah. transmission as being like, mm-hmm. I know, I know you're probably like sick of this ish, but I think these guys can get it done. Type of yeah. thing. 
And they and just also, have such a beautiful squad. I love every team member that's going to be a part of this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's that uh, transmission also revealed the fact that Reinhardt had been hurt, possibly at the Uprising event. Um, and also it was it was given by somebody named Sojourn. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm always excited for more lore. And anything else, I just, I, it, it, it might be a, a solid bridge gap to uh, tie me over until we get the next animated short, which mm-hmm. at this point I feel like they can only come up with a really exciting one, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like all of the, the like, let's just learn a little bit more about this character stuff is done. Well, no, I guess it's not done because no. we still need Lucios and stuff. Still but need a Lucio this, this short. seems like good, a good place for a really exciting uh, short, so mm-hmm. let's see so, it. Um, speaking of shorts, I have theories. <laughs> I have okay. a bunch of theories. Next short features Lucio, but it also introduces not like a, a catastrophe, but like a major incident, like maybe at his concert that pulls him into the game and also some other characters, like maybe Talon's there. That would and if you be. die in the game, you die in real life. Right. Because like the whole point of the shorts is that everybody's coming together for a reason, and mm-hmm. why not at a Lucio concert? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we all get sucked into Overwatch, as in with that theory, like uh, mm-hmm. um, if you die in the game, you die in real life. What character do you get sucked into? Ugh, don't rephrase, rephrase. <laughs> <laughs> nope, <laughs> we're going home. We're going home. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> what what character do we become? Like I don't know. I'm pretty like, aggressively normal, so like I really feel like it would be Soldier Seventy Six. I would okay, okay. I mean, obviously you get like, but it's funny because like you get that whole like Second Life thing, so everybody's treating yeah. you like that character, but you're yourself hidden behind the mask. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I still think I would be Mercy, and I don't know how to science and medicine, so everyone will die now. <laughs> Ray, you would definitely be Moira. Oh man, that'd be uh, so much pressure. They don't even trip. Ray would say some crazy shit, and everybody would be like, yeah. "What? Are you okay, boy? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's a new experiment." Oh, I love that. Um, I feel like I'd go mad if I was in Yada. You can't fake that. Mm-hmm. I'd be sitting on the ground, and everybody's like, "You, you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, son?" Um. Uh. Wow. Hammond, I'd I'd be Hammond. <laughs> Are you Wrecking Ball or the robot? Uh, I am obviously Wrecking Ball. Okay. The hamster. Okay. Okay. Correct. Where did we? Um. I guess that counts as a filler segment, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that was definitely some filler. Um. So can we can we talk for a minute about? The curse that we place upon ourselves. What's this curse? Uh, this curse is called uh, the Challenge Roulette, which I can only imagine will get worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but... Oh, yeah. I, I have good feelings for it. <laughs> I don't but... view it as a curse. That's why I was confused. Well, it's it's great for us, like, well, we're in between episodes, but it's really not good for us while we're playing Overwatch, <laughs> I feel. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right. Let's talk about this challenge. Yeah, we had to do a challenge determined by the challenge roulette, which Terrence had uh, introduced to us last week, or last episode. 
excuse me, I'm a fucking noob. Um, and we had to play as members of Talon in three games. With, we had to play three games with each other on a team challenge. And in that game, we had, or in those games, we had to play as members of Talon, and we were not allowed to communicate at all during the game. So as soon as it said, like, you're, you were queued up, we had to mute our mics, and we were not allowed to talk again until it said victory or defeat. And we couldn't use chat either or anything. Um, and the challenge was called Talon slash or colon. My mic was muted the whole time. And it was a horror show. Uh, we didn't win any of the games, obviously. Um, <laughs> the, first game, the first game was on Volskaya Defense. And I, I want to know how... I mean, if you, if you want some more... I took a little bit of notes here. Uh, this was the game that Ray played Moira. I played Widowmaker. And Terrence played Doomfist. Yep. And I want to know how you all felt about it. I felt great about this game. Uh, I got five gold medals. Mm-hmm. I was kind of... Was I the only healer? I can't remember. There might I, have been unknown. a second healer. But... I was mostly doling out damage and making sure people didn't die, and I was all over the map, mm-hmm. and mm. it made me think about Moira in a more mobile sense, because there was no tank, because Talon doesn't have any tanks, hey Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, so... Quick Play has no tanks, is what you meant to say. No, I meant the group talent. <laughs> yeah, I know, no but I mean, any, us, three members of a six-person team not using tanks doesn't mean the, ta- the team doesn't have tanks. Quick there play was an Arisa, means... right? I'm making that up. Oh, wait, I'm making maybe that up. Was there? No, not on, not on Volskaya. On oh, Volskaya yeah. defense, that we didn't have any tanks. Mm-hmm. And I we, was the tank. We held point A really well. Oh, yeah. Like, l- longer than we normally hold point A in a regular game. I was game. crushing people with them, <laughs> just smacking them up. But yeah. um, first off, yeah, Talon only being uh, just a bunch of DPS with bad tempers mm-hmm. uh, was was very weird. And I think that I I really don't know. I, I really don't know how much collaboration would have made that team go any more any smoother. <laughs> but honestly, you know, I think cool. you're right. That just game probably where not. He was. I was stuck on video widow video widow. widow. I was stuck on Widowmaker, and I was, like, I was doing well in, like, dealing damage, and I was killing people, but the other team had a Widowmaker who was consistently killing me. (laughs) I was losing the duel 100%. Um, I was just doing well in other areas, but it wasn't enough. It was not enough, especially when we got to point B, because there's nowhere for a Widowmaker to snipe from on point B. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. So, I just had... Like, I don't... It's a thought about Widow. Why don't we coordinate more with her and say, like, the enemy Widow's targeting me. Our Widow. Kill them now. Because my mic was muted the whole time. No, I know, but, like, on a normal game, we still wouldn't do that. Yeah. I I think doing that might no, help us. No, we do. Widow. We'd be like, that Widow... I, I was like, that whole time I was screaming in my head, that Widow's a problem. Like, please, somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... And, the only thing that could have taken care of it was Doomfist, I suppose, or me if I was better at Widowmaker. <laughs> that that would, but honestly, I mean, what kind of move would that be? Me moving in on Widowmaker, like right, and then me just holding left click to heal you. They had healers and they had healers and and tanks, and us collapsing on them would have made them collapse on us. And yeah, 
Uh, that 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 we did luck out though. Out of all the places to get a defense and have a bunch of DPS, that would that is pretty favorable. <laughs> well, then we had to attack, mm. and um, I played. This is also on Wolf Sky. I played Moira. Ray played Reaper and Terrence. I literally don't know. Sombra. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had no memory of it. Yeah, I, no, all I remember in that I was game was such a bad job playing my mind out. That's a phrase. I was I sidewound that game to death, and we also, took the first point, right? I don't remember. Yes, at the very end, yeah. we took the. first point. I thought point. so because I ended up just getting on the point. And, I yeah. remember continually wanting to scream at Ray to get in there because he was playing as Reaper, but he was trying to play from like Sombra distance. Or uh-huh. further, like, <laughs> and I was like trying to well, heal him and be like, "Go!" But he was every just kept time I got up. in, I got stunned and killed. They had so much stun. <laughs> there was so a Brigida, there was a McCree. Every time I touched the point, I immediately died. It was very annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like my mic would have just been used the whole time for cluttered apologies because, man, I didn't know what I was doing as Sombra. I don't get how people do that stuff. Makes zero sense to me. <laughs> and the last game we defended on Dorado, and uh, we kind of... I kinda... thought we attacked. No. Oh, no, you're no, right, yeah. you're right. Well, we definitely yep. attacked. Um, and... No, we defended, and then we played another game where we attacked Oh, as yeah, yeah, you're characters. right, because we got stuck in a game. Yep, you're right. Yep. And we kind of got rolled on this one. Um, Ray played Sombra. I think we all did okay on this one. Uh, no, I did. was panicking because I kept... T- no, I was having a laughing fit the whole time because I was just getting <laughs> shut down because the enemy team had a Widowmaker and a Sombra to my Doomfist. And <laughs> I didn't know what to do about that every uh, time. And then I switched to Sombra and it was just a joke. This was the one where we did fine. Like, I was playing Reaper this game and I was kicking ass, but their Widowmaker kept bringing me down. Like, she just consistently headshotted me and the rest of the team. She was like really good and it was really frustrating. Yeah, it was it was hard for me to track her down a Sombra for yeah. some reason. And then every time I tried to hack someone, the enemy Sombra would hack me instead and I just oh, screamed yeah, I a that. lot. There was, was a moment where was Oh, bad. there was a moment where we both EMP'd at the same time, but she did hers half a second before me mm-hmm. and cancelled oh, her. Oh I still had my ult, thankfully. Oh, okay. But it was very frustrating, yeah. and if we were a team, I could have been like, "I'm alting," and <laughs> it. I remember. Been great. I felt like I was being trolled by the Sombra as Doomfist because she hacked me, and I was doing some strategic footwork. You know that Terrence like dance on the point, you can't touch me type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then right when the hack in it, like one second before the hack in it, I felt it in my blood, and she just EMP, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> it was oh bad news, man. She was on so- us. I think what this proved is that we're all bad solo queue folks. I, yeah, yeah. I think that's part of it. I don't think so, because, I mean, how often would we, all three, be DPS or two DPS in yeah. a healer on a team like Fair. that and actually be successful? Usually At least we one rage of us would still like, pick a tank. Yeah, yeah I've been... and we'd be, definitely be able to do way better than that. I've been uh, doing a little bit more so- solo queue lately, and I did notice, especially the first game when I was playing Widowmaker, I, it felt like that. Like, I kind of, like, forgot that we were playing together. Um, I was just, like, playing Overwatch, and 
that was that sucked. Like that was like not you know <laughs> it's like <laughs> just just turning off my teammates is not how I want to play Overwatch. Um, not at I'm, all. I tried really hard in all three games to like coordinate with the both of you, and it was not possible. Mm-hmm. Did not happen. But nope. there was a beautiful moment in the third game. It was very serendipitous where I hacked somebody and Joe happened to be there. Yeah. And you killed them and the rest of their team showed up. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, I'm out and you died. <laughs> I remember seeing the hack and chasing down the hack and being like, yes. Well, I was so yeah. frustrated at that point because we were yep. like close to losing. And I was like, just wanna, I want to kill this goddamn Sombra. I switched uh-huh. to Widow and literally walked up to the point and then went into scope mode like an idiot because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> so embarrassing. And I was just, de- oh, it was so funny. Yeah. But yeah, no, not for me. I'm so excited to that... see what this week's is, how it's going to differ from that. Because I like I talking that... to you guys while I'm playing Overwatch. Yes. I think that we should start rating our challenges, and I think that Talon, my mic must you muted the whole time, is just 10 out of 10 laugh tracks. So uh, what are we rating it on? Laugh tracks? Yeah. <laughs> that, was a well, lot yeah. Of, that was a lot of energy to just throw out there all at once. Uh, I rate that challenge uh, 4 out of 4.5 frustrating. Why wasn't okay, it I'm just gonna leave, I'm half. just gonna keep all of your uh, ratings. Four out of four and a half, frustr- frustrating. Yeah. And Ray said, uh, uh, J- "Ray said ten out of ten laugh track." Yeah, he did say that. Why wasn't it the full four and a half frustrating? I need to know, Joe. Wait, I need to uh, give my rating first. I'm gonna rate it uh, a five out of seven point two three, real AF. I, I'm so sorry I threw this into the world. <laughs> All right, there we go. Wait, Ray, Ray, Joe, you can answer now. Why, why four out of four point five? Oh, uh, well, because okay, because because there was a moment during the first game where I felt like I was just playing solo queue, and like that was just like baseline, I guess. It wasn't mm. it wasn't constantly frustrating, and it okay. was also doing really yeah. as well as Weeper, Reaper, and there was Weeper. 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 Let's explore this. Weeper. Um, I'll keep it. He is a big baby baby face. <laughs> and there was that time uh, in the last game where I was able to coordinate with Ray to some small effect. And it's also 4 out of 4.5 because that's a really frustrating way to <laughs> have a scale for rating. <laughs> it is. <laughs> all right. All right. Fine. That's fair. What do you mean okay. fine? You said 10 out of 10 laugh tracks. Like, you, you can't fucking be shitty about this. I, I can be whatever I want. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I take it back. I'm sorry. I'm in a really weird energy space tonight. So, that's a challenge. Love the challenge wheel. What's it called? Roulette wheel? Challenge roulette. Challenge roulette. Can't wait. I can. I can wait. For, for more in the future where we just heck it up mm-hmm. all nice and good with that Overwatch gush. Fellas, I think it's time for us to talk about a different video game. But before that, I need to open a loot box. Whoa, box. what? Terrence, help me. T- Terrence, help me open this. 
Oh my god, be careful! There I, might I, be only, a ghost. I only have one hand. That's fine, you only need one, because there's one hand on both sides of it, one hand hole, uh, and they're, they're both the okay, same hand, you, you so they're both to... right-handed hand holes. Wait, why are there hands sticking out of the loot box? No, 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 hand holes where you put your hand in, and they're both right, right-hand right hand holes, so you why, can't... Why don't we set it down and then open it, and then we yeah. probably... Okay, alright. We gotta <laughs> tear three. it apart. One, two... Three. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was I weird. I didn't know what sound the loot box thing um, makes so that my mouth it can went, make also. Ooh. I'm really good at making impersonations. That was a the first... strange thing. What's in there? It's spooky, uh, some, it sounds like. There's some creepy things in here. I found a movie. It's called... VHS, Joe, why are you so old? Oh, oh, oh okay. You know, there's uh, a movie. You know, there's actually a movie called VHS, and it's just yeah, yeah. It's was, a scary movie, right? It's a scary on, movie on Netflix. I don't like that. Covered on a little show called Netflix and Kill. Oh, what's that? It was covered. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Have you seen Netflix? it? Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I don't. I don't. Like it. I, I didn't. I saw it and then I stopped it. I didn't watch the movie. That no, no. Well, you know what you would like is the uh, witty banter and expert knowledge about filmmaking that comes from hosts Marty and Kai and sometimes Hannah of Netflix and Kill. Uh, and how they uh, dissect the movie and talk about its strengths and weaknesses and um, what it means to horror in a deeper and broader context, which is always interesting because it's such a niche. Horror is such a niche uh, little subculture, I guess, and um, it's nice to get that insight about it because if, if you're not a horror fan, it's, it can be hard to break into that sphere. And Netflix and Kill is a great way to do that with some really, really charming hosts. And it's on LunarLightStudio.com. So go check it out. Terrence? I will. Every other Thursday. Um, there's a second creepy legendary in here, guys. Um, Shoot. I wasn't prepared please. for this. I'm going to be scared yeah. for this one. Um, so it's an El Duende. What? <laughs> okay, it's okay. It's just a, it's just, it's just kind of an elf. It's all right. <laughs> Why is the hell Duende freaking you out? So I don't say its name. If you oh say it again, it'll show up. What is it? Oh my, it's, it's a cryptid. Oh my God, there's another one. <laughs> oh my God, it's a jackalope. Wait, those are cute. Yeah, they are. Oh, wait, um, is that? Guys, I found a shadow person inside the loot box. What? That's actually really creepy. Just a shadow uh, forming from inside a loot box. Reaper's a shadow person. Reaper's a reaper. Welcome to the Cryptid Keeper podcast. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the Cryptid Keeper is a wonderful podcast on the network uh, hosted by Alex and Addison. Every week they talk about a cryptid, uh, its history, sightings, and investigate well, not investigation, but sightings, and how dare Joe write in our chat the cryptid reaper. Hey, hey, cryptid keeper, can you cover reaper in the next episode? <laughs> just, 
Just <laughs> throwing that out there as an idea, if you could. They talk about cryptids uh, and sightings and their history and what cryptids mean on like a psychological and societal level and what like what some cryptids can be metaphors for and it's really fun and cool and they're both wonderful people also very helpfully they do tell you the best ways to survive all of the cryptids that they cover and that's good to know Mm -hmm. um so that you can stay alive So you can learn how to survive Reaper next time. So so that you can listen to more of our episodes. Yeah, and that is what's really it comes down to. You need to stay alive so we can get that download count through the fucking (laughs) roof. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's the Cryptid Keeper. It's out every Sunday on the LunarLight.coms. Welcome to the ad firm of Parker, Lennox, and Rose. Our job is to take your brand and bring it to the forefront of the cultural zeitgeist. None of us have studied advertising. In fact, we don't know anything about business at all. The one thing we do know is how to make your product a viral failure. Coke is just better than Dr. Pepper because Coke did not... Dr. Pepper already did their own advertising by having an actual advertisement where the slogan was, It's not for women. (laughs) (laughs) This is Advertising. Brought to you by Lunar Light Studio every other Monday. Available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Overwitch, y'all. They didn't go anywhere. After that creepy little loot box, I'm ready for non-creepy things. Yeah. And uh, something that I find non-creepy is money. Money and murder. What a better way to find money and murder than to play Payday 2. Payday 2, a video game. Yes. Payday 2 has a long history. Uh, And I'm going to just breeze through the highlights and not dwell on any of it. So you're going to take like five hours. I'm going to go get a pizza. Payday 2 is available on... Oh, I looked up the year it came out. I think it was like 2013 or something. It's 2013. been for a long time. Um, and it was available on Steam, PS3, and Xbox 360. And then it was also re-released on PS4 and Xbox One. It, I think it was originally priced at $40. But then it came out with a million DLC... Which were like anywhere between five to ten bucks a piece, but then they would go on sale for like a dollar twenty-five. I think I've probably because I I bought the game close to when it came out, and I bought the DLCs as they went on sale, and I've probably spent a total of about sixty to seventy dollars on the game, which is like I think fair for the amount of time that I've gotten out of it, but still. A lot of how they've priced everything has been complete garbage. The game is now available for $10 or $20 for the Ultimate Edition, which uh, includes all of the DLC, I believe. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can play it with controllers because it was available on consoles. It is a co-op game. Uh, It's you and a team of up to four people. Um, And the way that the game works is that you... Are, it is left for dead, except instead of going through a level, you almost always are in one location, like one building, and instead of fighting zombies, you are stealing things, and if the cops come, you're fighting cops. You're using gubs 
to shoot cops. Um, and it's, that's a, I mean, that's violent. That's <laughs> a problem with that. But um, the strategy of it and the cooperative nature of it can get really in-depth and really fun. And that's kind of the broad strokes of what Payday 2 is. You, you rob banks, you rob jewelry stores, you rob convenience stores, um, you rob art museums. There's, there's a huge variety of the different things that you can, the different crimes that you can commit. Um, and it, there's just a very lot to the game, a huge amount of content in it. So what did you think, Terrence? You were, Ray and I played this a lot in college. What did you, you were brand new to it. What did you think? So I knew, uh, the only thing I ever heard from you guys was that you rob a bank and that there's a bunch of things involved. I didn't realize, A, how many things are involved in robbing a bank, which, I mean, that was just me being, like, not giving it too much thought or imagination, but also how many things they put into this game about robbing a bank. Mm -hmm. This game is pretty awesome. I almost wish that, like, in a Grand Theft Auto game that all these, like, this would be the way that you robbed a place. Like, that would be infinitely more cool than how Grand Theft Auto does things. I use Grand Theft Auto as a reference because that's the only other game I've ever played where you hold hostages or or, or rob a place mm -hmm. for the cheddar. And um, Payday 2 really just has a lot of things in a play. And it, and it does a, a lot of work to try to get you submerged in the idea that you are about to rob a bank. And that is all that matters. Like, just the preparation put into place... Uh, Things that you have to do, things to make it easier, things that you don't have to do that you can do. It, it's, um, I, I use the word overwhelming a quite a few times while playing it because it just is like, it, it's not by any means difficult to get into or daunting to like at least start. It's just a lot of stuff to do, you know, and after playing that game with you guys, there's still a lot of things I don't know about, but nothing that's going to make it impossible for me or, or, or deter me from playing again, which is pretty cool. I like that aspect. Um, there is a lot of the things that can be found in, in, in MMORPGs where, uh, you level up skills and, uh, you collect a currency so that you can, uh, unlock and buy uh, new equipment to make jobs easier um there's uh just different there's different characters each with their own personality and backstory which i think is really cool there's customizable options like their mask what they wear uh even craftable customizable options if i did if i understood the mask uh process mm -hmm. correctly yeah um there's just a lot to go into place to make you feel like you are your own bank robber and then getting thrown onto a team of people that you kind of just have to trust and that's the theme that they're going for because um each uh criminal i guess is a member of an organization of hired criminals that they find online and each have their own aesthetic voice lines um and the kind of ways that they handle it i i chose a guy who only uses pre-recorded voice lines so that people can't hear his voice. I think that's super cool. And I really don't understand why anybody would do it any kind of way, other way, you know, like in hindsight, like that seems like the safest to keep your identity a secret. And, um, 
it's just super odd. It's a video game, but it has a lot of pieces that movies, I guess, would use to try to mm-hmm. captivate their audience or get them involved. Mm-hmm. Um, the loading screens, the uh, transmissions that you're listening to, uh, they, they just put a lot in, much more than I would have thought to put into a game if somebody went up to me and was like, let's make a game where you rob banks. Like, they, they covered a lot of things that are um, kind of obvious, for lack of a better term, but things that aren't found in most games, like... That type, that attention to detail, uh, uh, tracks till today. Like it's an old like, game. What's but that, an example that of something that uh, you never expected to see in this game, and then you're like, oh, that's a mechanic. Okay. Yeah. Um. So like, uh, randomly finding the manager cards so that you can get in the security room so that you can cut off cameras. That's crazy. That is mm-hmm. totally unnecessary because you can just go under a camera and punch it. You can, if you have the equipment, put an EMP to like jam it for a couple seconds, or you can just run by it if you go fast. I don't. In the tutorial, they said they made it very easy to walk by. I don't know if that's the case in uh, the on in actual gameplay, but um, that that's an example. Um, uh, making sure you have body bags on you so that when you kill a person, you can hide the body so that people don't pick up on the fact that you're there. That, that like stuff like that, stuff that you find in Hitman games, you know? Yeah. And um, just uh, yeah, just that amount of detail is uh. Sadly enough, not even like even above the standard of today. Like obviously, games are trying to move towards having an, a stupid amount of detail. But I know games that are out now that don't have that much like extra stuff for you to to make to help you indulge in the uh, experience. So I really enjoy that. Another thing, um, when you're collect when you go to rob a bank, you can steal other things. Just put it in your pocket. That's of course. Why wouldn't you be able to do that? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like. Uh, most objective-based games, you have one objective and you just do that, you know? Maybe that, a it'd be side really mission, easy to just, like, but like let not, that go. Yeah, exactly. Not just, like, there's stuff around for you to take if you have extra time. If you've done things cleanly enough that you can manage it. Exactly. Like, there's an extra watch that you don't have to take, but you can put in your pocket. Another necklace. Like, that stuff, I live for that. That's so cool. Ray, what about you? You've been quiet. Um... Payday 2 is a team-based shooter where you work with your team <laughs> to achieve the Complete goal. Complete the objective. <laughs> and get the payload. Get the monies. Uh, I think this game is very indicative of the type of games that I have been playing with my friends. For since, eons. <laughs> yeah, where you play cooperatively with them. And the, the the that aspect of the game is something I really enjoy. Because... The game offers, you know, these missions and their skill trees for each, for there's like five skill trees that you can go through and you can mix and match. And there's so many ways you can complete an objective and win the mission. And you just have to figure out what works for you and your group. And I really enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, my tried and true strategy is to use a giant saw mm-hmm. and a shotgun. And the saw breaks into to bank vaults and safes, and it makes the time much go by much faster, and yeah. we get a lot more money out of it. Yeah, the saw makes things loud, but very, very fast. Right. So you can just be really explosive by going that route. Or you can be much more careful and um, like get all the skills that make your ECM jammers last longer and affect mm-hmm. cameras differently and... Um, like, so that it's like you were never there. It takes a little bit longer, 
but you if you do everything right like you nobody even notices you were there and that's really satisfying too right which i think um i play in a more aggressive sense and joe is more stealthy which i think is an inversion of what we usually do i'm just lazy like i don't like fighting the cops it's hard I like it. I like shooting in the game. It feels <laughs> it feels good. In a weird like you have to get used to it. Mm-hmm. But when you get that kill, it you, there's no like sound that goes you killed him. Uh but <laughs> it's still satisfying in a sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's but that's me. From the beginning this game has been hard to parse out. There's so much in the menus. And there's never been a satisfying tutorial. Um, and it's really hard to know where to start. I think there's a story mode now where you can like uh, go on the missions that make sense for you at the beginning. And then it probably opens up. But the way that it works out is that contracts randomly show up. And then you just pick whichever one is going to work for you. And like it, the game has changed so many times. And so much has been added it has not aged well. And, like, it really kind of had some problems in the beginning that just got worse over time. And... Like what? The gameplay itself is fun as hell. And Mm -hmm. the missions are fun, and the planning is fun. But all of the menu stuff is... There is so overwhelming, as Terrence said. Like, it's... It's not fun to parse through all of that shit. Every time they added a DLC pack, of which there are at least 20, without even looking at a list, I can say confidently, there are at least 20. They they felt the need to add, like, two new guns, uh, a new melee weapon, and a, a new map. And the new map was what was really important, but you got, like, you got, like, a katana in this one. And as these were coming out, it was like, cool, now I can cut people with a katana. But the thing is that effectively in the game, there is barely any difference to any of the melee weapons. And there are six pages of melee weapons. That is, <laughs> And there's like, what, 15 on each page? Yeah, and that is one example in which the game is just kind of overloaded with extra bullshit that you would spend time looking through and considering the pros and cons of, and if you're anything like me and you want to, like, have the most effective build. Um, or you would just defer to the community. And that's the thing, is that this the, develop of the developers of this game had a really, um, like, tight-knit communication with the community as it was being developed and as new things were being added, and it went through so many permutations uh, that... Like, I just don't think it came out the other end of looking like the same game. The biggest example to me is uh, the leveling system. I remember it taking a long time to level up. And I think we played like three or four contracts with Terrence on like normal and hard difficulty, which are the lowest. And we, I think I ended up at like level 30 or something out of 100. And that's wild. And Obviously, it's an older game, you know, they want to make it more accessible for you to start from scratch and shit like that, but it just, every time you level up, you unlock, like, 20 different weapons because you, because of all the DLCs, they're locked at, like, okay, at level 15, you get access to all of these different level uh, weapons from different DLC packs, and it's just constant, constant uh, information overload, and uh, there's no way to go through it all in a, in a meaningful way. 
so you kind of just go into the game, and then the game is fun. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's my that's my soapbox. I'm done. So I have some pros and cons. Um, a couple of pros. I think that they do a good job of of doing what you would want to do in those scenarios where you get the you get the phase where you're walking around not being scary and then you put on masks which are scary and then people are instantly able to indicate that you are doing janky stuff which generally is how you start the mission is when you put on the mask and then you start doing things so i think that's cool um uh, i think that it gives you gives everybody multiple things to do so you can feel like um you can feel like like a badass like, I, I think it does a good job of making you feel like you're cool for what you're doing. And what, at the same time, giving you crap for doing things that are just, I guess, quote unquote, wrong, you know, yeah. like killing civilians or harming them or, you know, uh, yeah. not know, that just, like killing droves and droves of cops is fine. Yeah. But yeah. For it sure. does give you like the Robin Hood experience to some yeah. extent, especially on the ones where you're fighting like gang members instead. But mm-hmm. still. Exactly. And also I like that it's uh, a team game. Like I like, I like that, you know, playing games with multiple people is definitely my thing. And this game definitely wouldn't be the same if it was just one player. Yeah. Cause I played I played the tutorial on one player mode and I felt alone and scared honestly like <laughs> I didn't I didn't like that it definitely gave me the same vibes as Left 4 Dead, which I like I said being in scary scenarios is is pretty daunting to my brain, but um my cons uh, listening to the to the transmissions mm-hmm. for, uh for the mission besides just reading it is kind of annoying. Um, the boss guy who kind of, like, gives you your mission, he's kind of a jerk. I did, like, he gave me very vague, uh, things to do at the beginning, and because I didn't know what he was talking about or what I had, he just kept yelling at me the whole time, do what I say, what are you doing, just do it, blah, 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 and it's like, okay, like, you didn't even give me five seconds to think I'm not doing. The civilians are getting away, what are you doing? Exactly, and it's like, It happens every (laughs) single time, Bane, chill out. It's real. It does. It kind of makes you feel like, okay, dude, get off my nuts, man. Like this, this is not easy. I mean, if you were a little more specific with, with like, or or a little like, a uh, message bubble like indicating like, mm-hmm. point at a wall to set down the em like the 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 jammer. I had no idea. I had to look at a wall for the jammer. They just yeah. showed pointed me to the area. It was like, use the jammer, use the jammer, use the, what, just do what I say. I'm like, whoa, dude, what jammer? The game has a very specific way of how it wants to be played, and it has absolutely no way of communicating that to the player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, it's, it's just those things. Not very many specifics. Because, I mean, obviously I'm looking at it through the lens that uh, it's a really old game, and I can't really complain about things that i would be able to complain about if it was a new game like mm-hmm. how the ai move and you know yeah. like i can't talk about that you know so i wish terrence had a year to play this game like we did you know yeah so. this is <laughs> this just like playing this again like made me think about it and like all of the time because i think i said what did i have like over 400 hours in it and 
you, Ray, who played it with me more than anybody else, have uh-huh. like somewhere around two hundred. I think so. Let and me double check. That difference, that time difference, comes from me spending time on my own over and over again, like trying to learn the intricacies of each of the heists and figuring uh-huh. out how to do them on stealth mode. And then I would play them with Ray, so it would go a little bit smoother, and Ray could get the experience and the money once I had mastered it. I have spent time like reading guides, figuring out how to get all the achievements, which of course every new DLC pack like had like four new achievements with it. Use this new gun with these attachments on it and kill ten snipers by shooting them in the body four times. Like all this garbage. And Man, you were a real gamer. I was a real true gamer. But that's the thing. That's what I was thinking about. I'm like, this was back in college when this was my full time job. Like I, I like to pretend that I had college stress and like all these classes and homework and stuff but no it's just because i spent so much time procrastinating by playing this game and rift and like all these rifters wow i didn't know you guys had a rift phase i had a rift phase oh yeah i've been i've been like having a rift phase again low-key like i want to play it so bad all right let's do it let's eat up more time we don't have i don't have the time i don't you know, know how bump i ever this, did bump this podcast let's just play rift okay we're <laughs> we're we're cutting over which down to play rift uh, anyway Ray, do you have any closing thoughts anything else i was really underwhelmed in the beginning with the the roster of characters who were all predominantly white men mm-hmm uh, and then they slowly expanded the roster to, like, include more women and other characters. And now there's, like, 20 people yeah. in your heist team. Including and... John Wick. Yeah, John Wick, the John Wick from the Matrix movies mm-hmm. is here. And you're like, why? And also Jacket from Hotline Miami mm-hmm. is here. And there's a lot of weird crossovers. But... It was nice to see the addition of more characters. There, It doesn't really affect anything, but they all have very specific backgrounds, like Terrence said, and voice lines. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. I haven't explored any of them because I haven't played the game in five years. If you play this game, and you should, <laughs> make sure you have friends to play it with. Yeah. That's really important. I'm sure you can solo everything like Joe did and teach your friends how to do it. You'd have a lot more fun if you did it with some friends and just messed around trying to figure out what works best for you Mm -hmm. and not trying to figure out pro strats. Also, no shame if you don't have friends or don't want to do that. Hey, I'm your friend. Also, no shame if you don't want to play this cop-killing simulator. Also true. (laughs) Man, they got a lot of cops to use on these... Okay, one of my complaints when we were playing was they keep sending cops after us even though we kill every single one and they're like doing a raid and there's like hundreds of bodies on the ground and like can't they spend time just let us get away with this all the cops are clones now it's fine oh my god you're bringing back that that's fine yeah I'll take that okay Okay. I mean still killing still killing stormtroopers actually killing Yes. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I have a very important question. What's your question, Ray? Uh, I've my question is I think I'm gonna ask Joe first, actually. Oof. Um 
Is this game Payday 2 worth your Overwatch time? So, when we were playing it, I was mad because it was still fun. I I thought I was done. I thought I was, like, never going to play this game again, and I was okay with that. But, there's a big button there. I can see it. I think it might be worth my Overwatch time. If I can play it with friends, because I spend... I spend time with my friends playing Overwatch, and this is a, it is another objective-based team shooter, co-op shooter, but first of all, it's player versus environment instead of PvP, and mm-hmm. secondly, it's a, it's a completely different experience, mm-hmm. um, and as much as I don't want to admit it to myself, it does have a special place in my heart, so I, I say yes. Interesting, interesting. Terrence, what about you? Is this game worth your Overwatch time? Um, I think so. Just because it does what Monster Hunter does for me. And wow. It is a game that's like super overwhelming, super intricate uh, ways of handling these environmental scenarios that are seemingly endless. I mean, there's a lot of different stuff. Like, things that you brought up, I I can't even imagine what that could go down like. But, um, just all that stuff, and then, like, the the idea that you wanna, you wanna make your character this person that can handle the, the same scenarios in your own way, and then team up with other people who can all handle them in their own way and have their own, like, specialties. I'm all for that in any game. And I, I wanted to make it seem like it's worth your Overwatch time if you, in the past, which is really where this is coming from, because when it came out, I'm sh- like, but, you know, I'm, I'm still playing, you know, a Monster Hunter game from the past as well. So, like, yeah, I, I think it's worth your Overwatch time. Ray, what do you think? I think Payday 2 is worth my Overwatch time. Wow. Uh, in a surprising turn of events, Twist we of all fate. say yes. I really thought we were all going to say no. So but did I. Talking about it, it's really the co-op aspect. And tr- for me, it's really trying to figure out the best way to complete the mission in your own way with mm-hmm. your team. What That's... really sold it for me was the fact that Joe said that it is gets much more difficult than what I was given. Yeah. Oh, yes. Sorry. We played on normal and hard, which are difficulties... I think these days they are difficulties one and two out of seven. Mm, holy moly, don't shout. That sounds like something. But that's what I mean. Like, you know, Monster Hunter is a relatively hard, difficult game. Mm-hmm. And it's all about making your experience easier. No, no, no uh, items and stuff makes it so it's easy. Mm-hmm. It just makes it things you don't have to worry about. You know, like, like... You still got to put work and thought into every, uh, like, hunt or, you know, parallelly, um, you know, scheme that you commit to. And that amount of research that you were talking about, Joe, is exactly what you would do when you're when you're uh, preparing for a new fight in Monster Hunter. You, you read there, you read about the environment, you read about where they go, what they eat, where their weak spots are, what their weak two. Like, mm-hmm. this is all this stuff, and then you customize your character accordingly and put them in a way... Um, that fits your play style while also allowing you to do it with the least amount of obstacles without taking away from the initial difficulty of the level. So I really, I I, I like that. That's I'm totally for that. Shit. 
All right. Well, let's go steal a bank. Hey, let's go steal a bank. What's in our what's what's in our next episode's bank, right? Uh, so inside the bank is a dark dungeon. Okay. <laughs> next episode, we're covering Darkest Dungeon, which is a roguelike dungeon crawling RPG. And it's a game I've been wanting to try out for a very long time, so here we go. Get ready. Mm-hmm. We're going to be playing it on Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Terrence, Terrence, I've been dying to know since about an hour ago or whatever. <laughs> What's our challenge for the next time? Children, I will tell you. It's a it's an individual challenge this time, right? It is an individual challenge. Oh. oh no, oh no, I can't do this with friends. Oh, I'm falling apart. Uh, uh, uh. Give me one moment to roll the dice of destiny. Ooh. So I, I need you guys to write this down or put it in your log. But okay. Joe, your solo challenge will be involving Torbjorn. Oh, good. My main. Ray. Okay. Your challenge will be involving... <laughs> no. Who? <laughs> I, I, I gotta follow the rules, but this is stupid. No, this will be my character. <laughs> no, character give, it to Ray. give it to Ray. It's, your character's Moira. Don't oh, Ray. <laughs> I guess I am Moira. Huh. Well, that's just how, that's just how the I'm dice I'm still rolls. gonna win. And my <laughs> challenge is involving Sombra. Come on. <laughs> you gotta learn. I do have to learn. It's frustrating. Okay. And then our challenge is one, two, three, four, five, six. That's the music for our challenge dice roll. Our like challenge it. is Oh We got a main card competition, you guys. That means me, you, and Joe will be competing this game okay okay so basically how the main car competition works and uh I'll, I'll do this to save time because it requires a lot more explanation than this each hero of the 30 heroes that are released have their own individual challenge that corresponds to their move pool and their set okay. what's going to happen is we will each be i will explain after the show to my co-hosts exactly what our challenge entails and basically it will be ranked on a score system and the winner of the competition gets a free pass on a dice roll for future overwatch games and i'm super excited i'm a little annoyed that that's the first solo <laughs> thing that we had to do no it's good it's i really good. wasn't expecting that but let's let's do this do we play all of these together uh we do not we can we don't have to okay we will try our hardest to abide by the rules as closely as possible, no matter how crappy this challenge may be. There's a lot of fun ones, and I'm really upset that Sombra got chosen. I'm even more upset that Ray got more as freaking name. <laughs> we can <laughs> only we go up this. from here. You're ro- you're both wrong. I'm going to win. Yes. Oh, uh, no, because Sombra doesn't lose. <laughs> Sweetie. <laughs> Sweetie me. Sombra doesn't lose. I'm going to win for and science. Both of you're... you are going to get lost in the dirt. <laughs> So I'm excited to see where that goes. Let's see who gets that uh, that token, that that chip that you can deposit into this into this. It's thing. the bank. What happens if Instead you get of five? Paying money. Hmm. What happens if you get five? If you get five, five yeah. what? This Chips? is immediately where I go. Like, what what do I get if I save enough of them? You unlock a new uh, character. 
you um, can create your own challenge. Oh, you, okay. You add, you add a, a rule to the So turn. we can go right back to square one. That's a really good way to spend five tokens. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Uh, for listening to this show, if you want to tell us what game you want to hear about, you can reach out to us at OverwitchCast, or you can send us an email at OverwitchPodcast at gmail.com. And another way to really get in contact with us and let us know what you feel is to leave us a review on iTunes. And I'm really excited about this week because, fellas, we have three new reviews, which which means... I forgot about that. After all this time... So many loot boxes. After all this time, we have doubled the amount of reviews in one (laughs) short episode length (laughs) so i want to read these reviews to you because there's something special the first one the first one comes from friend of the show michaela uh l michaela 94 says i really hope i'm saying that name right right let's hear let's say all the ways it can be said guys join me uh we're gonna say three two one and then we're all gonna say michaela's name and in a way that it could be said Okay, so three, two, one. Michael, Michael A. Michael Yeah, okay, we got it. Um, so, Michaela, the title of the review left on April 1st. Oh, cool, April Fool's Day. Um, they say, Sonic the Hedgehog is the title of the review. It's five stars, and it says, If only they would cover the Sonic the Hedgehog, this would be the best <laughs> podcast, but I'm rating five stars in hopes that they will do it. Huh. Yes. Okay, I think I think we can do that. Okay. On April Fool's Day, that makes me very happy. Yeah, I think we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. The second new review is from Gucky sixty nine, um, and the <laughs> title of the review says uh, it says Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, no it's a way. it's a five star review. It says if they would if only they would cover Sonic the Hedgehog, this would be the best podcast. But I am rating five stars in hopes that they will do it. Huh. Okay. Weird. But I guess okay. I guess there are a lot of Sonic fans out there, which is good, so we should definitely get to that soon. Um, the <laughs> latest of the new reviews is from Gravity Gallifrey Falls, which is a very cool name. Into that. Mm-hmm. And the title of this review says Sonic the Hedgehog 5 stars. If only oh my gosh, you're joking. What the heck? Guys, what's going on? Alright, y'all. Are being trolled? So here's the de- well. You want to read the whole review for me first? Uh, if only they would cover Sonic the Hedgehog. This would be the best podcast. But I'm rating five stars and hope that they will do it. And I think that we will do it now, especially that there are three reviews asking for this. But okay, so here's the deal, folks. Get us what was it? Twenty reviews. Twenty reviews. Get us twenty reviews, and we'll do Sonic. And advertising will do Sonic. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, We'll do a Sonic collabo somehow. Here's the thing. I think we're going to do Sonic. I think we're going to do Sonic the Hedgehog. We're going to be doing Sonic. It's but the you gotta... lost episode. It's the cursed episode. It and it has episode. to come to life one of these days. Hashtag over which we'll do Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Just uh, 17 more reviews. I would do it at 5. Like, I'm just going to come out and say it. Get us 20 new reviews and I will gladly... Talk about my good, good, good child, Sonic and Tails. <laughs> Both of Ray, them are you my here ch- with us? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm in the Green Hill Zone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Lunar Light Studio for hosting us. We love being a part of our wonderful podcast family. 
Um, you can find out any of, you can find out about any of the other amazing shows that are part of it, like the ones that we mentioned earlier in the loot box, or like Badvertising, who were so kind to come on to this podcast feed and leave the horniest episode that will ever exist here um, back on April and Fool's cover Day. a game that we didn't want to cover. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely never wanted to touch that, so I'm really glad that they took that upon us or upon themselves, <sighs> so that uh, we can have that yeah. coverage here. And also, if you want to hear our voices from the April Fool's Galactic uh, Warp, you can go find those on the April Fool's episode from Ending Pending. And you thing. can hear us be horny. And you, Yeah, that's also the horniest episode that the three of us have ever recorded together. Uh, so mm. look out for it. It's not, it's not nearly as horny as... I've said the word horny too many times. Thank you for listening to Overwitch <laughs> today. Thank you for listening to Overwitch today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Overwitch uh, today. Still never Fortnite. Until next time, stay gamer. <laughs>